Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. God, men just want their mother, don't they? Oh, don't, don't, my mother listens to this. <laughs> it's going to be weird. Don't say that. Dear Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelor in Paradise recap, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello, (laughs) Charlene. How are you today? Uh, I think we spoke a little too soon last week when we gave this show so much love. We got ahead of ourselves. Yeah, maybe we were still on the post-Golden Bachelor high or something when we saw it. Let's not give away our thoughts too quickly. Do we have any housekeeping before we get going? I think the house is kept. We have nothing new to report. We're still in Seattle. I'm still rehearsing. We did yeah. go to the aquarium. Yeah. The octopus was asleep, though. Oh, yeah, what the a whole letdown. Time. We may have gone back and checked like four times to see if the octopus had yeah. awoken. But I did learn that octop- octopuses, octopuses. O- not octopi? No, it's octopuses. Okay. I finally figured this out. I did learn that octopuses sleep. I didn't know that. Mostly during the day. Yeah, they really sleep. I would assume octopus take like an octopus nap. Yeah. Like here and there, like just quick, like no, they five minutes, five minutes. They fully curl up, eyes just, closed. Yeah. They're like, gone. Yeah, like like eye mask on, <laughs> the whole thing. Okay, well, I think we can get going then. Oh, like, subscribe. Like seriously, subscribe. Leave iTunes reviews. Oh, yeah. We yeah, like yeah. those. Yeah, we do. Makes me happy. Gives me security in myself. <laughs> Okay, I think we can get recapping episode two of season nine of Bachelor in Paradise. We finally get our opening credits. Do we want to rank them? I know my favorite. Oh, it's always Blake Moynes. Yes, Blake Moynes. So Blake he, Moynes does everything the best. So he had his binoculars and then he just pulls them down and smiles. And something about the smile, it's just perfect. Yeah. So many of them try to achieve this, but he really did. It's just the smile is the funny part. The smile is the funny part. Yes. And he understood the assignment. Blake Loins. <laughs> I also appreciated Greer's tea. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a cute touch. I think Greer, Greer doesn't get quite enough... Uh, Airtime. What's going on with that? Yeah, I agree with that. And Andy, you didn't quite love the Jesse to Wells burrito throw. And also yeah. the burrito he threw clearly went to waste. I don't yeah. think uh, Wells was catching that. <laughs> yeah, this felt like they were trying to build on him throwing the football last time. Yeah. But that was because Jesse... And was there a burrito reference that we missed in the last year? Maybe. I don't think so. I think it was the football. I think they just were like, what's funny like a football? A burrito. And they thought of a burrito because oh. they're in Mexico. Okay. Okay, I guess... There you I- go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that one flew right over me. <laughs> so we pick up back with the Will, Kylie, soon-to-be-Avon love triangle... With Will recapping to Kylie what happened with Olivia. He said she was pretty, you know, difficult. Mm -hmm. But he's all in on her. And he says in his ITM that he feels about Kylie on day two the way he thought he would feel on week two. (laughs) (laughs) When they were settled in. And now to the tune of Olivia saying, Avon's been on my radar for a hot minute. Avon comes down the steps. Andy, you said, I don't know if that's the correct usage of hot minute. Well, interestingly, I I did some research on this. Mm -hmm. And I found out that Hot Minute, it's quite a lot of controversy. Okay. Because Hot Minute started originally as a quick minute. 
But then it became so overused sarcastically that it became a long minute. Okay. Meaning people are like, oh, a hot minute. But like they meant like a long time as they're being sarcastic. Oh. So it was used so much sarcastically that eventually the accepted meaning of it became a long minute. Uh-huh. And now it's uh, it's agreed upon by the uh, Urban Dictionary that it is a <laughs> indeterminate amount of time. Okay. Jesse asks Avon whatever happened with Rachel after he asked her out on after the final rose. And this is quickly skimmed over. He's just like, oh, yeah, it didn't work out. In general, I found this odd. Yeah. That Avon and Rachel are on the beach together and there's absolutely no acknowledgement of the fact that she was his bachelorette and we were actually left the season with the idea that they might something might happen there. Like there's no just like, hey, good yeah, to see you conversation. What, what the hell? Yeah. It felt strange. Really strange. It, you know what it felt like is that they probably did do something with it. Producers are probably like, oh, yeah, let's make sure we catch that conversation. And every exchange between them was probably so uneventful that they're like, we just won't use that. Yeah. That has to be it. It's too weird unless there was some bad blood, like something happened. Like maybe they did try to date and it ended really badly, but no one talked about it. That's impossible. There's no way it wouldn't yeah, be someone talked about. Yeah. It out. <laughs> if we've learned anything about this franchise, it's that everyone talks about everything. Yeah. Avon arrives now and Kylie is freaking out. And he, of course, has a date card. He asks to speak with her. And Will, meanwhile, says his anxiety was already at 100, but now it's at 1,000. Oh, that's a lot bigger. Yeah. How did you feel about that, Andy? Uh, Avon and Kylie chat. They seem to have a good energy together. It felt very familiar. I'm going to do that thing I do, or I wonder if it really was just some likes and fire emojis. I think where there's smoke, there's fire. Wait, where there's fire emojis, there's more than fire emojis? Where there's fire and smoke, (laughs) there's smoke and fire. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I care, but I actually think they played this pretty well. They took a page out of the Brendan and Piper cautionary tale you know they they really played up that this is the first time they're meeting i do believe it's the first time they're meeting i just don't know if i believe that it was just likes and fire emojis i don't I, think it matters i think though. you're probably onto something maybe it was like like uh, eggplant emojis he then chats with olivia calls her cute and she's giving him eyes olivia yeah, really wants to be chosen eyes. okay so avon asks kylie on this date and she promptly says yes we in the background see wills watching this and going oh it was cute, actually. Yeah, Will, Will, he was really all in on her. That he thought happen. Paradise was just going to be fun and games. Okay, so Kylie asks to speak with Will, so she doesn't pull a Will with Olivia. Yeah, she she's actually, very polite. It is polite. And in his ITM, he says he's worried because Avon is a high-quality dude. Oh, an which, HQD. <laughs> it says so much about him that that's what he said here. He's such a softy in the best way. Yes, it's really sweet. This isn't an ITM. It's not like he's you know, in public needing to say the right thing. Like in his ITM is where he would be honest. And he's oh, like, yeah. honestly, I'm worried because he's a high quality dude. Now you can understand how unbelievably annoying and infuriating Pizza Pete must have been. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good takeaway. So Kylie, of course, is like, she loves how all in on her will is. And he's like, you can go on the state. I want you to explore. Like, I'm still all in on you, blah, blah, blah. And of course... As he's just like accepting this, the powers that be send Avon to fetch her. So Mean. he has to he has to fetch her. He has to like take her yeah. away from Will physically. Oh, yeah, God. Like, Avon and Kylie go on their date now. They board a yacht and we hear Avon exclaim, is that champagne? <laughs> Turns out he's not so great at opening a champagne bottle. No. I thought this was well done. Yeah. 
The, this was the best part the of the episode. The struggling to open and the like, so what's up? And they're just struggling. This is, this is it. This is where they nailed it. They pretend to relax on the boat, but it was so rocky that we felt almost sick watching them. I felt for a second Kylie was actually getting sick. There was a look on her face. You know that look you get where you're like, you're you're having to deal with something, but you suddenly feel something happening in your stomach yeah. or in the areas below your stomach yeah. that are going to take precedence in any minute. Yes. And you're kind of like a little distracted, but still going through the motions. Like there's the, there's a part of your brain, I'm telling you, that's there to create autopilot for when you have gastrointestinal issues. <laughs> there's like a full part of your brain. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, we're ready. This moment has come. And yeah. they just snap into action. And they're just going through like small talk while the whole body and brain is thinking about how are you going to deal with the situation? It's such a good point because I know exactly what you mean. It's before you've hit the point where you're like, oh, imminent danger i have to take care of this oh yeah there's a gray period in between where you're like is this that kind of situation and you have to act like a human if you were like like a cattle you'd literally just be sitting there and like drop it all right there not even (laughs) bat an eye and no one else would care drop it all yeah you just you wouldn't even say excuse me you just it would just be like so how's your day going (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah yeah me too or yeah, or yeah, in yeah, either way. Either direction. No, no no impact socially. You'd be fine. No one's going to judge you. Isn't that, that's that's nice. I mean, that's freedom. That is yes, freedom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could probably have that freedom if you had a diaper on all the time. No, oh, I guess. Or no, di- but someone's going to be like, oh, it smells like someone <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you're really going to get away with that. <laughs> oh, nothing to see here. Just a big pile of shit in the middle of the room like three feet away from me shit. i was thinking more of the vomit but you're, i you realized vomit into your diaper no 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 that's where i realized i went astray yeah, there's I was a lot about- of problems with that theory <laughs> anyway my point was is that i think kylie was in the process of thinking about oh am i getting seasick? sick yes yeah you could see it in her face but she's usually very like she's like real nick dancer on point yeah 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 like and this all was the, the moment time. she was, and she was just like, like you could see her face she's like mm. <laughs> and it was overcast and the, the camera like they would be here and the camera was like here oh yeah i was getting it was I, impressive i was getting sick yeah like i had to look away from the screen for a second yes yeah, same okay so they talk about how excited they were to meet each other and she says she wanted him to be her bachelor Aww. she thought there was a chance of that wow that's cute i mean i kind of wanted Avon to be bachelor too <laughs> yeah i think a lot of people did honestly this conversation just feels like a precursor to a makeout. like it yeah. there isn't much to observe here no, or to zero. listen to rather it's just a countdown she's like i'm either gonna barf or we're gonna make out so what's it gonna be <laughs> andy you did a countdown you were like 10 9 yeah, I, eight, I didn't make it to eight no that was it. it they start making out and then they compliment each other's kissing. Yeah, that's the fact. So, like, there's nothing to talk about except the actual kiss that wasn't really supposed to happen anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And so now we'll talk about how good. Yeah. And, that's, and that's funny, isn't it? You're a good kisser. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, you know, it's like these these conversations about kissing. It's like we ever see like a, a like a not even old, like just a married couple who like clearly they don't really have a lot in common or anything to say really. And okay. they're not interested in each other that much, yeah. but they're at a meal somewhere and there's like no talking for like 10 minutes. And then suddenly someone would be like, it's not bad. And they'll be like, yeah. And that's it. 
We often observe those couples. And, and honestly, sometimes they may be super happy. That's their thing. They're just not talkers. Yeah. Like we blab constantly. I know, we're talking constantly. We're, we're too much else. time. I mean, this is what we do. It's literally like Yeah, yeah, you think thing. this is a lot? Yeah, at dinner we're like, la, 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 but everything. everything. But the texture of the green beans. Yeah. I can't get through one bite. I'm trying to enjoy my food and she's babbling <laughs> oh, no, away. No, no, I do the you, same thing you're to you. are talking just as much. But okay, so what was your point? Oh, that they could be that couple. That's no, I'm saying that's what I always feel every time on this show that they start talking about the kissing. There's like, yeah. and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong. If you are really a genuinely good kisser, there's nothing wrong with saying like, wow, you're a good kisser. That's I think fine. it takes away a bit. It does take I away. I think it takes away from the mutual understanding that you both really enjoyed that kiss. To me, it's kind of in the same category as asking permission for a kiss. I know everyone thinks that, that you know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a violent yeah, offender. Let's move on from that. <laughs> but I, I, I just, I feel it's, it's fine. It's fine uh-huh. if it suits your fancy. Fine. Yes. But I just think there's not a lot to talk about. Yes. So talking about kissing is an easy go-to. Yeah. It's just like you're taking away from the one thing you no, really I know. have. No, I know. I <laughs> know. But okay, there's nothing else to talk wait, about. Wait, we agree. We agree. Okay. Okay. And in her voiceover, Kylie says she wants to wake up next to Avon every day for the rest of her life. In one other words. One kiss. Avon yeah. is a good, maybe Avon is a good kisser. I mean, I kind of believe it. I think they work. They do. They do work. I cannot take that. Like I'm making fun of the kissing and then complimenting the kissing and then not much conversation leading up to the kissing, but it's working for both of them. I think who am I to criticize? I I could see them sitting at a meal where they don't really talk. They just look (laughs) at each other, and once every ten minutes, they're like, "It's not bad, this food," and that's it. And they're fine. They go home. They have a good time, and they have conversations. Yeah, but that's not the main focus of their relationship. Yeah. Totally. It's just being, enjoying each other and being nice. And looking at each other. And looking and kissing. I mean, they are a striking pair. Yes. Yes. Okay, so back on the beach, Jess and Blake are in the pool together. They're talking about their potty mouths and their favorite bad words. Yeah. This was cute. Yeah. This, this, ble- this string of bleeps from Jess. She is so stunning. Oh, yeah. I'm a big Jess stan. You stan I, Jess. I stan Jess and I also stan Bless. Oh, bless. Yeah. Or or Jake. (laughs) (laughs) Had to give options. Aaron B. and Eliza now. So we learn that they've basically been attached at the hip. Mm -hmm. And now we learn, okay, like at first that's cute. Okay, they're attached at the hip. But then it's like, dun-dun-dun, he kissed Mercedes the night before. Oh, dear. I got to say, this felt weird. I feel like the powers that be have chosen Aaron B. as a protagonist. Mm-hmm. For this season, sure. partly because he's being very careful and just says and does the oh, right things. Yeah. But I th- just think it's interesting that we weren't shown that much of his momentous kiss with Mercedes the night before. It's almost like they're protecting him because what we could have been shown last week was even five minutes of their conversation that led into it. And then it would be more of a betrayal from our perspective that he is now talking to Eliza and Eliza only. Do you know what I mean? No, no, don't care. <laughs> Okay, so what part don't you care about? Just Aaron B? Yeah, yeah. I don't care about Aaron B yet. Despite his ownership of a cat? I, I No, it's not that I don't I don't like him. Yeah. The cat, I already like him. Yeah. I just don't care about the, the Aaron B saga yet. 
It no. has not evolved to a point where I care. Yeah, he's not enough of a loose cannon to make this exciting. I no. know what you mean. And even him, like he's mitigating the damage. So in the pool, he tells Eliza that he kissed Mercedes. This turns into, I think, something more than the powers that be ever could have hoped. Because yeah. Eliza has an almost like triggered reaction to this yeah, yeah. of being associated with any kind of Drama. three situation, three person triangle thing. And then Mercedes, too, when she hears about Eliza finding out, she starts to cry she's like i don't want to be involved they all live in fear mm -hmm. notice that yeah. they're like is this a three-person love triangle like am i in this right now how do i get out of this you notice how even mercedes she was like she just sort of slinked away from this whole situation well, that's also the problem with the show the show has become so self-aware yes. on every level yes it's the almost like how long can this go on it's one thing if it's the simpsons you're just writing cartoons yeah like this is like real people involved in improv like not even improv no. it's real life technically but real life has to be real. I would say this is less improv than improv. Wait. <laughs> like when I think of going to improv, which by the way, should we talk about that? Oh, that's right. We have a recommendation. Should we tell people? Because I want the seats for myself. <laughs> Just kidding. No, it, it was unbelievable. Okay, so we saw on Saturday night the... Improv Shakespeare Company. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Improv Shakespeare Company. Yeah. Is Not that sponsored. No, we paid for our tickets. We did no, all No, no, I mean, obviously we paid for our tickets. I'm saying we didn't, this is not sponsored. Oh, no, talking not about sponsored. It. If, if they are touring and coming to a city near you and you, I think if they liked your Shandy, they'll like that. If you want to get laid by your date, Go see this show. Yeah. So how do we get onto that? Oh, because Paradise is less improv than actual improv. I, it feels like half acting right now. Or even if they're not acting, they are so, like you said, self-aware to the point where they're like, well, they're just have so I careful. been in this? Yeah. They're you know, all it's like so I would compare it to being in like a business meeting. Yeah. Like you're not acting per se in a business meeting, but you kind of are. Yeah. You're playing a part. You're censoring everything. Yes. Like every move you make, you're like, is this the right thing? Is this the right thing? Once in a while, you can get loose. If someone makes a joke, you'd be like, oh, I can loosen up for five seconds. But then you snap right back in. You're yeah. like, be on point. It feels rote. Yes. It feels like they're going through the motions. Everything is done. It's just like, let's do this. Let's have the kiss. Let's talk about the kiss. Yeah. Let's make sure we don't piss this person off. And yeah. if we do piss this person, it's like a flow chart. Yeah. Everyone's got their flow chart you, now. You know who's on top of this is Aaron. I mean, he, Aaron B. Sorry, there's still two Aaron's. Uh, he really has a business like demeanor yeah. here and how he handles everything. He like tells Eliza and then he deals with Eliza crying to him about it. And, you know, in his ITM even, he's like, I feel I should have told her sooner. I feel bad about blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to be a better communicator. And I'm not suggesting that this isn't who he actually is, but there's a side of Aaron B that I have yet to see let loose that I thought I, I might. I don't think we ever will see it let loose on TV. I think we'll only see it let loose at like a Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Okay, it's really specific. Hannah Brown now arrives. How much of my breath do we want to use up on this? Oh well, the, my God, yeah, the, this is so bad. You know what it reminded me of again? This reminded me of in the 80s, I don't know if some people are going to remember this, but okay. in the 80s on a sitcom, and they may still do it, but I don't think they really do it anymore. You'd be watching like Cosby, back when Cosby was the, the most respected man in America. <laughs> 
ironically. And, you know, there'd be like an episode and they'd be sitting around, you know, like just whatever, talking about like, son, when you go on a date, you got to And then the door knocks and like it's George Foreman. He's like, hi, I'm George Foreman. <laughs> and then everyone's like, oh, wow, it's George Foreman. Yeah. And then comes like, oh, I'm so glad you came because I got, you know, whatever. It's an amazing <laughs> imitation. But the point is, is that that was so it is just like literally they're like, oh, George Foreman agreed to be on the Cosby show. Just throw him in. Just, yeah. just have him come in, say one thing and leave. And then we get a little extra eyeball because we can advertise. Oh, George Foreman's going to be on this yes. episode of Cosby. 100 percent. This is just shameless. Mm -hmm. it, it, there's no point in this. Yeah. It didn't add anything. And, and, and how everyone was fawning over her as if she's mm. like. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Literally Taylor Swift. <laughs> we know what they wanted. They wanted to say in the previews, Hannah Brown comes. But I just think that it's so insulting to the intelligence of anyone who actually follows this franchise because Hannah Brown's real life relationship is so well documented. Yeah. Like she's very openly in a relationship online. And so it feels like an out of date choice. Like they either should have chose someone who's on a Hannah Brown level, but who's single or not done this. Because it Thank took up you. so much time. And we're supposed to believe that like, like this is like, ooh, is she single or not? It, it, everyone knows she's not single. Yeah, and, and it doesn't just, matter what the people on the show think yes. because you're in not the know. Believe, yeah, you're not exactly. You don't buy it. So what I'm just watching people like kind Be of duped, potentially kind freak of, out. Yeah. For something that has no stakes. Zero stakes. Yeah, it's like great. Oh, wow. Oh, she got them. What like, it, why is that fun? What it it felt almost like we were supposed to witness how revered Hannah Brown is. And look, I like if anyone read my Hannah Brown recaps, like I'm a huge oh, Hannah Brown. You talk Brown. about Hannah Brown. You still talk about Hannah Brown, how yeah. much you like Hannah Brown. I talk about how Hannah Brown was one of the best Bachelorette seasons. But w this level of like fangirling. And I think Jess at point one point was like, I don't know whether to be <laughs> jealous or to fangirl. And Kat was like, I give Brayden to you. Like I'm honored yeah, that you would go for the guy that I'm into. It's like, okay, this whole thing felt let's a little, take it down a notch. You know what? This whole thing felt a little sad to me. It felt sad. It felt misguided. And again, I'm a Hannah Brown fan. Yeah, but Hannah Brown fan in her in her reign as Bachelorette, not yeah. as someone who just jumps onto Bachelor in Paradise to do this stupid trope. How much do you think she got paid for that? Hundred grand. <laughs> I am honestly thinking six figures. I think it's close. If it's not 100, it's very close. Yeah. It's, it's within sniffing distance. Sniffing distance. This was milked to death. And Andy, you said they're going to waste 15 minutes teasing this nonsense. They just continue to tease the idea that she's single. Ugh. Mm. And she takes turns talking to the guys. And Andy here, you said, this is kind of stuff makes me wish we had recapped Love is Blind. Ooh, that's a diss. Yeah, that's a real dig. Well, I mean, because we had to make true. a choice because we knew we couldn't recap more than two shows during this time and we weren't not going to recap Golden Bachelor, which was a good call. Yeah. But we, this was the moment where we were like, You know what it crap. was? This was the, the moment in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where that first guy goes in and he drinks from the wrong shallot. Is it called a shallot? I think it's a called- shall shallot. A chalot? Chalice. Chalice. Oh, <laughs> Oh crap! And the and the knight, you know, the knight who keeps the chalices, the chalai, yeah, mm -hmm. says he chose poorly, yes. and we chose poorly. We did. Yeah, we it had a fifty-fifty shot. We yes. said, "Bastard in Paradise" or "Love Is Blind." We chose poorly, but it's okay. 
It's okay. Well, to the point where, I mean, the episode didn't get better. To the no. point where we legitimately thought about polling you guys and asking if you thought we should jump ship and start recapping Love is Blind. Yeah. We have no mercy. I mean, it no. was it was a no mercy episode. Well, it was no mercy from them. No, so no, I f- they gave us no mercy. There was no quarter. Yeah, and therefore I don't feel like giving much mercy no, back. I felt like I felt like I needed to get, get vengeance on <laughs> <Me> this episode. <laughs> I also wanted vengeance. I wanted to be like, I want to punish you for for like and I just say supporting you by recapping it, but it's like we chose you. We, we chose, chose you, you for our recapping. We have limited hours in a week to recap. We could have chosen a different show. Yeah. I wanted vengeance. Yeah, but we can't have vengeance. We well, have- I think we have to, you know, when we start something, we have to see it through. You know what I think? I think that I'm going to remain hopeful that they pull it out. Oh. The second episode is always the worst in these seasons. That's actually true. Yeah. Well, they tried too many tricks. The Hannah Brown thing was just such a trick. It's like, Why? Why are you doing this? But also, if you want to bring Hannah Brown out, make it really quick and make it what it is. Be like, here's Hannah Brown. She's going to give you advice on how to do, you know, just do the usual shit. Well, don't fool us, fool us in the biggest quotes ever into thinking that she's there to date. Yeah. Who doesn't know? Who yeah. hasn't listened to Dave Neal? Shout out, <laughs> shout out Dave Neal. That's our man. Okay, so now she brings out a car, a date card. It's not a date card. It's an invite to a bonfire. And this is under the guise of her being like, I wish I had known the truth on my season sooner than I did, blah, blah, blah. This page is stolen right out of Bachelor in Paradise Canada's handbook. Yeah. Because this is literally a thing they do. Yeah. I mean, I was there. You were there. <laughs> and it's exactly the same as Demi arriving and and inviting them to the bonfire. But, but it was done more tastefully it was. in Bachelor in Paradise Well, Canada. because Demi didn't pretend for like 30 straight minutes of programming to be single. Yeah. Or was, even if she was single, she didn't pretend to be a, a contestant on the beach. It was. She was actually single. And she still didn't <laughs> pretend to be a contestant on the beach. Yes. It was just in bad taste. It took too long to get to the too bonfire. Too long. In fact, it made the bonfire... Which also was terrible, but it made it, it had less impact. Yeah. Like, I think we all would have wanted more Hannah Brown from the bonfire if it had been this brief thing, like, I'm inviting you, you to know, this bonfire what, and then I'm disappearing. And you're like, ooh, ooh, what's no. going on? Hannah Brown. Instead, got, we were like, oh, she's still here. I got one one better. I say, just pay her 50 grand instead of 100 <laughs> and have her appear out of the darkness while they're sitting at the fire and just be like, oh my, is that Hannah oh Brown? Oh my God. Yeah. That's so true. That's such a good call. Yeah. Like they're all just making s'mores. They think they're having a good time. Yeah, yeah. It is that kumbaya moment they were talking about. Yeah, and she about. comes like, a, like, like, like Jason in Friday the 13th. Yeah. It's like, she's <laughs> and then it has huge impact. Oh, totally. And she's like, I've got some questions for you yeah. guys. Just out of nowhere. Dun, dun, dun. And then they're all freaked out. Was it Tana Brown? And they're going to have to answer horrible questions. Yes. Yeah, so speaking of horrible questions. Oh, and by the way, Kylie and Avon returned just in time to answer horrible questions. The these questions uh, but i don't understand there's no stakes so i for me i don't understand the motivation to be as honest as they seem to want them to be yeah so it's almost as if this were a lie detector date or something and it's like tell the truth or else we're gonna get you except there's no lie detector so why isn't anyone why isn't everyone rather being super careful <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the most interesting moments are Sean being asked how confident he is in his current connection. And of course, he's like, oh, I'm all in on Rachel, blah, blah, blah. God. It's very safe. Everyone's being safe. And then 
Hannah asks, who else would you be interested in? And he says that he came there to meet Jess. And the highlight is seeing Jess's face at this. By far. That, that, and the opening of the champagne bottle. Two best parts of the episode. Yeah. Her first, face. Jess's was first. Jess, number this one. Face then expression. opening champagne it's bottle. It's almost like this, the entire episode is only worth watching for the best. her face in this moment. That's right. I mean, would you say that it's a face of someone who was ever interested in Sean? No, it's the face everyone would make if Sean said they were interested in them. <laughs> okay, Blake now, he is asked if he's already picked his connection or is he open to other people? And he doesn't answer this as well as I think Jess would have liked. He says he wouldn't risk what they have for anyone currently there, but he'd be open to others coming down. <laughs> now that is brutal honesty. Wow. Yeah, she's not thrilled with that, but... No. It's also not that it's offensive. Fine. Whatever. It's yeah. paradise. I just think it's funny that he wouldn't risk it with anyone there. So he's like, currently, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think <laughs> I can like, do better. It's like, you're the most beautiful girl in this dive bar. <laughs> Never say that. And now Kylie is asked who the best kisser is in paradise. Uh, I mean, that, see, this is where a joke would have been appropriate. She should have sent Jesse. Yeah, or or like a female friend or something. Totally. Just make a joke. Turn it on them. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, you want to do that? I'll do it back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. My producer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> Kylie says that she has had more kissing time with Avon and more to go off of. I know. <laughs> so it's Avon. I love that that's like the soft blow. <laughs> it's like if you take that to... It's so in my mind, I imagined it was actually sex they were having. Yeah. And it would just be so funny if you made it sex instead of kissing. And she's like, yeah, I've had just more sex with Avon. <laughs> so, yeah. Now she asks Olivia if she could send one person home. I don't, don't want to waste my breath. Okay. At the end, Hannah Brown calls the night a success. It's a low bar. Oh, when her own words. Well, it's a success when she's cha-ching. Yeah, it's a success for her. She's going to go buy some, some sweet-ass clothing. Yeah. Clothing. I think no. she's buying property with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So afterwards, everyone rightfully talks about how horrible that was, and yeah. the couples all patch up. They, you know, everyone's so careful. It's too, it's too early in the paradise season to do something like this. No one's annoyed by each other yet. It totally ruined the organic development of what was happening. On yes. The beach. So now Will asks to speak with Kylie. He says he's been anxious. He wanted her to explore, but he doesn't want to close her off, and he wants to let her make decisions for herself. And he says her calm energy, no matter what, helps him decide what he wants, what he's looking for. No, that's nice. He really lays it all out there. And now Kylie gives the most professional BS sandwich breakup I've ever seen. Okay, so that's how it's done. Yeah, a bullshit sandwich starting with how much she really likes him, how and wonderful. Clean, no ambiguity. Oh, she was, he's so wonderful. She loves how much she's all in on her. Nah, 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 nah. He's this and this and this. And then she says, but... There was a spark with Avon, and she might look back on this and regret her decision, but it's over. She's yeah. sorry. Here at Wilkie Farr and Gallagher, we've seen a lot of excellent candidates, <laughs> and we're sorry, but there's just no room for you. Yeah, yeah. There are just some stronger candidates. Yeah. Andy, you called this cold as ice in its efficiency. Yeah, that's the way it's done. It's, I mean, we once got a Q&A question, how do you break up? Mm-hmm. And I, we couldn't answer because there is no way to break up. Yeah. It all, it, it's all bespoke and it's all bad. Yeah. But if you're going to do it, you know, follow Kylie's lead. Yeah, this was a lesson, a masterclass in how to break up with someone. Yeah. I'll link that Q&A here. Just- cold but warm. A contradiction in terms. She was cold with warmth. It was not her first rodeo. No. Kylie Can has you imagine <laughs> how many breakups every Nick Dancer goes through? <laughs> Nick Dancer. <laughs> 
So now Kylie and Avon canoodle while Will looks for Lauren. He looks at the ocean looking sad. And Olivia's enjoying his comeuppance. Yeah. She feels that he got what he deserved. And now that brings us to the next day, the Rose Ceremony cocktail party. Not a ton happens here. There's two main talking points. First, Mercedes chats with Will. This is very cute. Yeah. She says that he thinks he's so great. It's basically her saying she has feelings for him. And he's a really good guy. And he starts to cry. You know what I think happened here? I think Mercedes wanted a rose. Oh, let's be honest. I mean, that's not. No, I think Mercedes likes him. Hold on a second. second. (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute. No, no, don't worry. Okay. I think she, number one, wanted a rose, but she also liked Will. And she was like, I'm going to go talk to Will and I'm going to get my rose. But in talking to Will, she's like, oh, you know what? I actually like Will. Well, I don't think that any other woman has really had much of a chance with him because he's been so all in on Kylie. Yeah. I know what you mean. I sort of wish that he had done the circuit a bit more for it to have felt like he had chosen Mercedes as much as she'd chosen him. He was too him. heartbroken. Yeah, he was just wallowing. which makes me like him. Like yeah. he wasn't like, oh, he, who should I give my rose to? He was just like. Yeah, when you get broken up with, you're not immediately going out to the bars hitting on women. You're like, you have people. to mourning. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But that's that's an unhealthy that response. Yeah, he had a really He health- was mourning. Right? He was wearing the black veil and the dress and everything. No. And she came over. And you know what? The interesting thing about this dynamic, and this was, again, to me, aside from the funny parts, this was the most meaningful part of the whole episode. Yes. I thought. There was a mothering um, dynamic yes. that happened immediately. Like he literally put his head in her bosom and yeah. she comforted him. And then it slowly transitioned into romance. Into romance. Yeah. And I got to be honest, for a second, it, it, it got me. I was a little hot. Well, it's just a little weird. Oh, you found it weird. It was a little kinky. Oh. Yeah, it was like, I'm going to be your mother, and now we're going to make out. Oh. It was a little kinky. Well, but with, I'm not with, saying in like weird way, like, I want to have sex with my mother. No. I'm just saying that it was a transition. <laughs> no one was thinking that. Someone was. Someone was <laughs> thinking that. That's not my kink. I don't have okay. any interest, nor do I enjoy necessarily seeing that with other people. But this particular situation. Ew. Is that a thing you can see? That's You think people don't have that kink? You what? think there's no porn where someone's having sex with their mother or any of the stepmother, real mother? Have, are you kidding? I feel like stepmother. I don't know. <laughs> you sound like you know more about I, I this don't, than No, me. no, no. I'm not. To, no, I'm just saying there have been Google searches where just something happens and I didn't know. I didn't want it. I didn't ask for it, but it's there. Google searches. Yeah, Google. <laughs> Google. <laughs> My point is, is that this was a very interesting transition between two lovely people. I, I'm a big fan of Mercedes, big fan of Will. Mm. We both are. Yeah. And she was going for a rose. It was, it was step one, go for the rose. Step two, oh, this guy really needs comforting. Step three, she takes the mother role and he is has head in bosom, fully being comforted mm-hmm. as like a child. Mm-hmm. And then step four is suddenly romance. Well, actually, this- step four is him telling her that his grandmother's name is Mercedes. Oh, yeah. And then step five <laughs> is his, the kiss. His best shot at ruining it. <laughs> but then step five, romance. Yeah. I liked it. It was weird hot. Yeah. It was, there was something... It didn't feel like that should evolve into making out. It felt like that should be like just like cradling him until he falls asleep yeah, and yeah, like yeah. stroking him, giving him some warm milk. No, and even when he cried, she was like, oh, I love that you so much. 
emotional. Like it yeah, felt yeah. almost, it did feel nurturing. It, I know what you mean. It felt like they were entering a deep friend zone as opposed to romance. Yeah. But then a transition because it's Bastard in Paradise. But anyway, I was into it. Okay. My goodness. Okay. So now Pilot Peter, he's fighting for the screen time he never Pilot got. Pilot Peter. There's something <laughs> diminutive even saying that. It's like he's not Pilot Pete. He's Pilot <laughs> Peter. I mean, I don't think he deserves Pilot Pete. After this showing, no, after never, I went to bat for pilot Peter last week, I revealed that a female friend of ours had gone on a date with him and that he was really lovely, smart, asked questions, cool, nice yeah. person. And then he kind of acts like a bit of a doofus in this episode. I'm apparently very unforgiving. You know, what? I think he was drunk. I will say this. You called that. From the beginning. You called that from the first conversation that was shown between him and like Greer. Yeah. And then he goes on to talk to Kat and Brooklyn and then he steals Sam from Aaron S. And you were like, he's you know what, he's gone. You know what um, Pilot Peter can do? He can take his alcohol. He can be very drunk and seem like he's not that drunk. That's Which is what all good pilots do. That's, yeah. You got you to gotta be able to hold <laughs> your alcohol as a pilot. Oh, God. I mean, I feel like that's a blessing and a curse because this wasn't a great look and he didn't seem wasted enough for you to be like, oh, well, he's just drunk. No, it's a bad look. It's like I always say Muhammad Ali, his biggest curse was that he could take a punch. Mm. Yeah. So he tries to steal Sam from Aaron S. And then she's like, can I finish my conversation? He's like, okay. And then he does this weird dance behind them. Yeah, what was, was that? So, he's drunk. Was so he stupid. thought that would play well, I guess. <sighs> that was rough. He's very drunk. Yeah, it was just it wasn't even funny though. It wasn't but like it wasn't. Drunk. It wasn't funny. That's that's because when you're very drunk, you sometimes do things that aren't funny. You <laughs> think you're funny. That's that's part of being drunk. He talks to Sam now and he keeps going on about how mature she is. He's like, You're very beautiful, mature, young woman. <laughs> His brain was like, get away from mature, get away from mature. <laughs> young woman. Yeah, young. Lots of the use of the word mature. And then he asks how mature Aaron S is. It uh, culminates with Aaron S confronting pilot Peter on the beach. He's like, you're calling me immature? Yeah. And Peter's like, I never said that. And it never goes anywhere because these, these stupid fights. It's so dumb. They, no, can't, they fight. can't fight. No. Why do they go to jail? <laughs> Is that what it is? You go to jail? It's aggravated assault in front of a billion witnesses. Well, in this case, actually, it's the way... <laughs> rapidly like diminishing. 800,000 witnesses. <laughs> yeah. But no, but it's it, it would be... Uh, they would get kicked jail. off the show. But the guy could... He could opt... Pete could opt to not press charges, in which case I think he could just be let go with like nothing. <laughs> How funny is it? It's like, you want to settle this right now? It's like, yeah, I do want to settle this right now. And then they're just like... Well, it would be okay. like, you know, Team America where they fight where they're like slapping. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I, I I I will put money on the fact that Aaron S has been in a lot of bar brawls. Oh, that man likes this. to throw down. We talked a lot about how worked out he was. Oh, he is worked out. Yeah. Those guns are not just for showing. Oh no, he. I don't know if he's like picking fights, but I think he likes the ability to threaten fights. I can tell you right now, and and Aaron S, you can DM us if you want. He's been in at least five drag out brawls. Wow. Yeah. Real intense, like real throwing, throwing big punches. Oh, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, DM us. I'm just going to say, I feel this. like he's the kind of guy that wants to look like that so that he can like intimidate his way no, out of I, them. I think he's not. I think he's, he's, he's the exception. He's the guy who wants to look like that and is that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Rose ceremony. 
Brayden gives his rose to Kat. Oh, by the way, can we stop just for one second? Uh-huh. Just another Brayden moment. Yes. We should have a segment. The Brayden moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> how much drama is Brayden bringing to the oh, beach? Oh, my God, right? Yeah, how much? How much drama on a scale of one to a million? I, zero. Yeah, well, one. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> no, he brings nothing. nothing. I mean, in a good way. He's endearing. Yeah, everyone was like, oh, Brayden, drama, earrings, this and that. No. He's just like, I found a nice person that I want to be with, and I'm done. I mean, I agree. Next, Blake gives his rose to Jess, Aaron B to Eliza, Will, Mercedes, Sean to Rachel, Avon to Kylie, Aaron S to Sam. No surprises. The big surprise is Peter gives his to Olivia, although I totally called this before it happened because we knew Olivia is the contestant who's the most likely to give, yep. you know... Something. She's she's proving to be very yeah. fruitful already. I, I, he, Pete was told to give his rose to her. Yeah, I don't think that there was ever any romance no, there. Even the way he gives her the rose, he's like, you've had a hard time in paradise so far. Yeah, Let's yeah. have fun here. Yeah, what is that? It felt like he's a friendship like scripted rose. almost. So going home, Brooklyn, Kat, and Greer. I got to say, I was shocked that Greer... I don't know. I, I thought that Greer would... Something more would happen with Greer. I felt what's, that way on, wh- on Zach's season too. What's going on with that? Ever since she got the first impression, it was like a curse. Yeah. There's no one... You never hear about Greer. Ever. And if you do, it's negative. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay, so now we have previews for the rest of the season. This is so focused on Sam's bowels that this is where we were like, should we poll our listeners and ask them if we should recap Love is Blind instead? Should we totally (laughs) jump ship? But we've since decided that we're going to lay in the bed that we made. Yeah. We're going to commit. To be honest with you, I took some vicarious pleasure in seeing someone else having bowel issues. (laughs) Okay, so now with our credits, it's Mercedes playing with a beetle. While Kat is freaking out. There's a big beetle. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Honestly, I got I to gotta tell you, I, I like Mercedes even a little more because it's not easy to do for, for, to, for. Yeah, but I also feel, okay, like I agree. I'm not like, I, I love Mercedes. I've always thought Mercedes is like, I want to see more of Mercedes. She's so funny. She's so gorgeous, all the things. But the credits really seem focused on making Kat seem like, oh. But I'm like, I would also would not want that know. beetle near me. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's, it's, it's very rare to see a woman embrace bugs that way. I, I was mean, kind so of did into Rachel. It. So did Rachel. So did Rachel. Yeah. yeah, I was into it. Oh, you were. Yeah, that's that's very unusual. Oh yeah. Well, when there's a big bug in our house, it's your problem to it take is my care problem. of. I'm not going near it. Yeah, but I also love animals, so I rarely hurt them. I have to let them out. Yeah. So it's much more difficult to let a bug out than to kill a bug. Yeah, Andy has saved many a spider. Spiders will not be killed in this house or that house. Spiders are basically nature's pest control. Can we talk about how amazing the spiders are here? The best spiders I've ever seen in my life. Seattle, your spiders. I'm just happy they're not indoors, but the ones outdoors, it's insane. Huge. They make webs that are like... Like one piece of the web's on a parked car. The other piece is on the top of a tree. Yeah, It's unbelievable. Yeah. And then the, the woman who walked by us while we were ogling the spiders <laughs> said that in her backyard, she'll like brush down a web and like two hours later, it's back up again. Amazing. All right, Andy, that brings us to your A game. Mm. Do you have a winner? I can da, give it- da, 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 da. <laughs> what is Kylie? I agree with that. I thought she managed this pretty 
too well. She was in a very sticky situation. Oh, she easily could have looked way worse. I think yeah. it's interesting that the powers that be sent Avon out before the rose ceremony. Because I think it would have been more typical that they would wait for her to get Will's rose and then Avon would come out and then yep. it would be more of a betrayal. It was an interesting choice, actually. I think that they felt that they had enough drama with their bonfire, but that was misguided. <laughs> okay, and finally, Andy, who would we go for? For me, it's now down to Mercedes and Jess. The thing with the, the bugs is getting too much for me with Kat. And also the fact that she was so absolutely awestruck by Hannah Brown was uh, too oh, much. Oh, it's a turn off. It pushed me too. <laughs> yeah, I lost lost my-, my You uh, lost your interest in Kat based on how fangirly she was over Hannah Brown. Yeah, That's hilarious. Yeah, that was a- that was a little bit of a turnoff, but it's down to Mercedes and Jess for me now. Okay. And I think I'm going to give it to Mercedes for the incredible comforting she okay. gave Will. God, men just want their mother, don't they? No, don't, don't. My mother listens to this. <laughs> it's going to be weird. Don't say that. Okay. I would go for still Blake Moynes. That's not changing. Mm. Avon is stunningly handsome, but Blake Moynes to me still is, even though he did kind of at the bonfire... I thought it was a little sloppy for him to sloppy, be like, yeah. oh, I'm open to someone else coming down. Just in terms of just lo- making yourself look good. Yeah. You can make you can cross that bridge when you get there, but you don't need to foreshadow the crossing it, of that it bridge. It felt unnecessary. Yeah. But uh, he's still hard to beat. All right, Andy, that brings us to the end of this recap. Yeah. yeah it's all right. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. We're going to remain optimistic. We're not seeking revenge just yet. No. I love that. We vengefully wanted to just recap something else. You know, this is like, this is like when you, you fake a breakup in a relationship was you're so oh. angry. Yeah. Oh, I hate it when people do that. That's terrible. You can't ever do that. You shouldn't. Because what, what it does is it, is it foretells a future actual breakup. I think they need to shed the bringing in the big star to like psych everyone to pretend they're there to date. I don't think that's as much of a draw as they think. I don't think Hannah Brown walking on the beach fooled anyone in the previews or in this moment. And I don't think many people tuned in just for that. It's only a draw if there's an organic representation of said star. Yes. Like like the George Foreman in the Cosby. There's nothing organic. If you're like, oh, George Foreman, that's it? I thought we were going to watch him fight or box or something. Yeah. Or make, like, do, like grill something. And that's it. You just get George Foreman walking in the door. That's what we got with Hannah Brown. Like this, is, She was not being used in any way that wasn't purely as a star performance. Yeah. The only time this really worked was with Becca Kufrin because she was an actual contestant. And she actually found someone. Yes. Someone who's very high caliber. (laughs) And they had a baby, which is amazing. And they did have a baby. Yes. All right. I think we can wrap there. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Leave us Apple and Spotify. Podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. And one that is laying in the bed that it made for itself. That's correct. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye.